Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager at Micro.blog. And on this episode, a very special episode for many reasons, but mainly because I get to have Jonathan LaCour on the show, who is at Clever Devil on Micro.blog. And I'm so happy to welcome you, Jonathan, to the 50th episode of Micro Monday. Wow. What a special occasion. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> I, I'm really glad that you can make it. And uh, I can't believe it's 50 episodes, though. I Man. know. It's amazing. <laughs> this is just uh, a reminder to all you aspiring microcasters out there is that if you just keep going, eventually you end up with 50 episodes and have 50 more to go, at least. Um, I'm excited about this episode and about talking to you. So why don't we just dive right in with you telling folks a bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so my name is Jonathan LaCour. As Jean said, I'm cleverdevil.io is my website or cleverdevil on micro.blog. Um, I have been a blogger and uh, kind of owner of a website for quite some time, but those websites have kind of come and gone over the years. But mm -hmm. I'm back in full force and now have everything uh, all of my old content back in one place on cleverdevil.io. And um, I'm a technologist. I, I uh, live in Los Angeles, California with my wife and two children and our two little doggies. Um, Yay, and, doggies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, our, my little old men. They're 16 and 14. So they're, they're old pugs, um, which makes them extra cute and fun. Um, yeah, and so and I learned about Microdot.blog um, from the Kickstarter, and uh -huh. at the time I was working at a company called DreamHost, which is a web hosting company, um, and I spearheaded an effort to be a big backer of the project back then. And so I've had the joy of watching Microdot.blog uh, become very successful and grow, and um, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I know that's where I first um, met you online was. Uh in the course of that uh, Kickstarter for getting micro.blog yeah. off the ground and talking to Manton about what micro.blog could do to uh, collaborate with DreamHost, which we were very excited about and still very excited about, even though you've moved on. Mm -hmm. DreamHost is still great. And yes. <laughs> uh, so you you saw the Kickstarter where you just like – you following all the Kickstarters or did you read about it um, somewhere on the interwebs? So I definitely learned about it through uh, the indie web community. Oh, um, yeah. So, you know, it kind of came up uh, through, I think, the indie web community chat and someone said, hey, this looks interesting or, or somebody brought it up and uh, I dived in and, and took a read and was like, this is um, precisely the right approach to this problem and I would love to be a part of it. That's really cool, uh, especially interesting to me is that you started with the indie web community before you came to micro.blog. Um, for me, it was the opposite direction. I didn't really know anything about indie web until I started working with micro.blog. But how long have you been doing indie web stuff? Let's see. I guess it's been, gosh, it's had to be three or four years now. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of stumbled onto the indie web community, you know, from when I was at DreamHost, kind of looking for ways that, um, you know, we, at the time I was running product at, at DreamHost and, 
you know, one of the big challenges we'd obviously seen was a lot of people moving off of having a personal web presence and into these big social media apps um, like Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, it used to be the case that I remember someone would hand me, you know, their information on a business card or an email or whatever and say, hey, you can find me at and, you know, their domain. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started to see so many more people say, you know, you can find me on Twitter at and I was thinking, well, gosh, that's that's kind of a missed opportunity. Um, and, you know, domains are a big business for web hosts and websites are obviously a big business. And I was like, you know, above and beyond the business side as well, I just found it to be really important from a privacy perspective and sort of, you know, all the principles of IndieWeb really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, and I kind of dived in really deep with it and have just, it's been an awesome community to be a part of. Yeah. I used to be one of those people who would say to people, huh, yeah, you can just catch me on Twitter. You know, I don't even give them my email address. (laughs) Um, And that is something that isn't really sustainable, as we've seen um, all along. I mean, I suppose it should have been obvious, but what if you don't want to be on Twitter? (laughs) Right. What if you want to get off Twitter? You you need a place to go. I appreciate that there is a place to go, not just micro.blog, but all sorts of places where people are building cool stuff for independent minded blog bloggers, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, that's been a big passion of mine over the last kind of two years or so since I got onto IndieWeb was sort of, you know, making more conscious decision about where I chose to, you know, um, participate and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, think not just about, um, my enjoyment of it, but also sort of the mental toll <laughs> of yeah. being in some places and, you know, what they're going to be doing with my information. Like, do I really want them to be, you know, I'm freely giving my content to these, these, uh, you know, these services and what are they doing with it? Or, you know, is it something <laughs> that I want to be supportive of or not? And, you know, it's been a really great journey to, um, you know, I've pulled back off of some services and I'm still on others and, you know, it's, it's always in flux, but, uh, having options is wonderful. One of the things that has been interesting about micro.blog and and for me, especially as someone who works in the marketing end of things, who likes to try to make seemingly complicated tech issues more accessible to people who don't code or don't care about the underpinning is that micro.blog is not a Twitter replacement. Micro.blog is actually a blogging platform, and it happens to have as well a social media component. One of the reasons that Twitter and Facebook drew off this audience that used to have independently hosted blogs is that they made it easy to just put something up, and you didn't have to write anything very um, profound every time you post it. And one of the things I wonder about Micro.blog is – it's definitely appealing to people who like to blog, um, but does it really fit that need that people are on Twitter for? Um, and that when they're when they're on Twitter, they can you know just rattle off a line or two every so often, multiple times a day. But for a blog, sometimes you want it to be a little bit more intentional and thoughtful, right. and something that when you look back at it, you don't say, "Huh." I was really frantic that day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and you know, for me, I think that's a, one of the 
wonderful things about micro.blog is that it's sort of embracing the whole notion of that there's different ways that people, you know, want to interact and want to share. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I'm, um, you know, my background is you know, as a technologist, but it's also in user experience and sort of, um, kind of user centric thinking. And I think one of the things that really made these platforms take off was the fact that they had, um, kind of everything in one place all together for, you know, composing content or sharing content, whether it's a photo like an Instagram or Facebook or a short, you know, piece of text uh, or a mixture thereof, like on Facebook and, and Twitter. Um, they also had commenting built in and liking um, and some other, you know, social like features. Mm-hmm. And it was all in one place. You did have to go a bunch of different spots to make that happen. And I think that's something that blog really brings to the table when it comes to blogging is it mm-hmm. does have that component of, you know, a social timeline where you can interact with one another. You can, you can reply and you can like to bookmark for later. Um, and you can compose all from one place. And that I think is, you know, that's near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, I, uh, have a project that I, um, work on, uh, called together yeah. and it's a, uh, kind of a web interface that, you know, for the indie web. Um, and it, it's a reader and you can compose things through it and you can do social interactions. And so it sort of has the same kind of thinking as micro.blog in that regard. So I'm a big believer in making it easier and more accessible for more people to make different choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think micro.blog is doing a good job of that so far. Yeah, speaking of together, I would also like to talk about some of the other tools that you have created for um, people to use on micro.blog or I suppose, you know, on their blogs in general, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the um, the one, I guess, that first caught my eye was on this day, the uh, tool that will filter out and show you posts from this date on a yeah, from a previous years, which is one of the things that I miss the most about Facebook. I did enjoy having Facebook show me a few things from the old days that I would have forgotten about. Um, I didn't really like the way they showed it to me, or you know, I mean, it had its problems. I didn't like the fact that I couldn't just go and find those posts on my own, but right. I did like uh, the, I did like just seeing like, oh. There's my nephew when he was only a baby, and now he's in junior high school. That's really sweet. So I yeah. am enjoying that plugin, and that's pretty simple to uh, implement, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to set up. Um, I have it on my GitHub, um, which is GitHub.com/slash/cleverdevil, and it's called Micro Memories, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a really simple little thing. And and you know, basically, you just um, you have to copy and paste a little bit of HTML code, um, mm-hmm. but it's really easy to do. And there's, I think there's even some help documentation on micro.blog somewhere. But it, yeah. it basically lets you create a page that will show you posts from one year ago today, two years ago today, and so on, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and the reason that I created it was I was really hoping to get my wife to move <laughs> um, her content off of Facebook, um, or not necessarily off of Facebook, but to own it, right? I, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many memories that we share. You know, we've been, uh, we're coming up on our 15th anniversary um, this year in a few months, um, and I was just, you know, I got myself off of Facebook and I was missing out on some of her content. And I was like, hey, let me help you get it out of there. In addition to being on Facebook, having it be on your own site, and so she has a micro.blog site. 
And then she was like, well, what about my memories feature? And I was like, well, fine. <laughs> I will build it for you then. <laughs> so uh, I did. And now anybody can use it. We could all do our part for making these things more accessible too. As you say, you just have to copy a little HTML um, yeah. to make this work on your own microblog. And I highly recommend to people to check it out or look at other people's microblogs and see how they're using it because it, it's pretty fun. Um, the other one that also got me very excited was the uh, the photos archive, um, reformatting that yeah. and to give it more of an Instagram feed look so that you could skim through your photos as well. That's right. A similar similar motivation. Um, <laughs> put it put it up on my wife's site. And, you know, I had some other people saying, "Hey, I saw you did this on this day thing. Is there any way you could, you know, help me with making more of an Instagram like profile page?" So that one's called Microgram. Also on my GitHub, works basically the same way. You create a page in Micro.blog and you copy paste in some HTML, um, and and you get a nice, you know, photo index uh, which shows all of your photos nicely formatted, cropped to square. Uh, and you can, you know, mouse over them and click. And I had some, I've even had some great contributions from uh, other micro.blog community members mm -hmm. um, doing things like making the CSS transitions, the little hover states prettier and um, rounding the edges slightly and just, you know, making it nicer. Mm -hmm. So that, that was definitely fun to work on as well. That's, that's great. Um, and yes, I highly recommend to folks if you, uh, if you are, putting a lot of photos on your micro blog to give that uh, a look uh, because it will make it easier for you to find photos that you've already posted. Plus it'll be easier for people to, to have a look at your, your photo gallery. I mean, it's a really nice little gallery once you um, have it going. And I would definitely recommend if anybody's on Instagram to use the tools that micro.blog offers for importing your Instagram photos into micro.blog micro .blog because then you'll have tons of photos. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then your on this day becomes a lot more exciting as well. It's and right. I, I walked my wife through that process and it's really easy. Uh, it works great. And she was that was when she was like, OK, you're on to something here. <laughs> so I, I definitely feel like it's a nice, compelling thing. If you're trying to introduce somebody to micro.blog and they've got an Instagram account, this yeah. is a really quick way to get their site populated with some, some actually some of the best content that you have is your photos, I feel. Yes, I agree. And I remember the moment when I completed the process from downloading my Instagram photos to importing them into micro.blog and then looking at my micro.blog and saying, I love that all my photos live here now. And I could still post to Instagram. I, I certainly use the own your gram tool that Aaron Parecki makes, or I used to use it until I quit Facebook and Instagram, but that's a whole <laughs> other story. <laughs> um, and so you know, I didn't mind them being on Instagram necessarily, but I didn't want them to only be on Instagram. Right. And right. that has been um, – so just getting them onto the micro blog was, was great and being able to see them, you know, to look back a year ago and see what photos I posted or, you know, several years ago even. But then being able to see them all in a beautiful grid um, – well, thank you, Jonathan. I thank you on behalf of many of the folks on micro.blog for uh, creating these tools. And also, I, I want to 
make a quick shout out to your wife at Clever Angel for um, compelling for, <laughs> for providing a compelling reason to create these That's tools. Right. We all That's benefited. Right. Yeah, so I, I did recently quit Facebook and I did download all my content because I thought, well, why not? You know, I should do that. But I wasn't really thinking about what to do with it until you mentioned to me, oh, I made this thing called Ditch Book. <laughs> like, what does that do? So that's a much bigger um, creature to – It is a much bigger creature. I mean, creature, Facebook sure. is – I've just – even just looking in the files that I downloaded from Facebook, I almost don't even want to know <laughs> how much information I've been giving them, you know, every day, multiple times a day. Uh, but now that I have that information, I'm trying to decide – exactly whether, you know, it's a good thing to try to integrate that into micro.blog as well. How did that go for your wife? So that's a great question. Um, I deleted my Facebook as well. And I wrote a bunch of like bespoke one-off scripts um, to get everything up on my website. And then my wife, um, we were going through the process of getting her on micro.blog. And she mentioned, you know, not only did she want to move over for her Instagram content, hey, can we get my Facebook content over as well? And so Ditchbook, I actually took a lot of those bespoke scripts and I made them work in a little bit more of a general way. And I used them. It's really a toolkit. So I will definitely say it's not as easy to use as Microgram yeah. or Micromemories. Um, it really does take, at, at, as of right now, um, it takes, you know, a pretty technical person to do this, but I'm delighted to help anybody on, you know, the micro.blog Slack or, um, you know, hit me up on IndieWeb channel as well if, if you want to, um, to, to work through it. But basically, if you have a Facebook export using their higher fidelity export, um, they have basically, um, I don't want to get too techy here, but it's a JSON export, export versus an HTML export. Mm -hmm. And you want the structured data one, the JSON export. Um, and if you use that, um, you can uh, take that and it processes all of that data and creates um, a much more compatible format that then you can use to publish both your albums and your posts from Facebook, um, including things like notes and status updates um, and so on, um, in addition to your photo albums, up to micro.blog. Um, and really to any uh, website that's compatible with some of the publishing APIs um, like Micropub that are are supported by Micro.blog. And uh, it gives you the ability to kind of uh, uh, go through them one by one and mm -hmm. say, yes, publish this. Um, no, don't publish this. Skip it or you know, save it for later so I can make a decision about it. Um, and I walked through that with my wife. It took about an hour of us saying yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, <laughs> yes, no. Right. Because like you said, some of the stuff that Facebook that you might have published, published on Facebook is not stuff necessarily you want to publish up on the web. No. <laughs> um, so, but it, so that I would definitely say we only have had a couple people who have actually used it. So it's very likely other people who use it will run into issues. Yeah. But I'm definitely committed to helping anyone who wants to get off of Facebook to do so. Yeah. Well, I plan to dig into it um, with with enthusiasm and <laughs> persistence and patience to figure out what from Facebook, you know, I want to keep and how it will work on my micro dot blog because 
I think I will get a similar feeling of happiness that I got when I moved the Instagram photos <laughs> to my own <laughs> blog. And I like that feeling. It was a good feeling. So yeah, that's, um, that's pretty exciting. So in other, in other news, internet news, internet format news, you also, uh, launched a new podcast. Now I have to confess, I haven't listened to it because it's not really the topic aimed at me, <laughs> but, um, is it a microcast and what's the title of it? I should ask. So, you first. uh, the, the podcast I just launched is called two dads talking and mm -hmm. it's with another microdot blog user, Eddie Hinkle. Um, and Eddie and I are both parents. I of uh, two young kids and him of an infant. Um, and now we do talk about parenting, but we talk a lot about other things too. Tech. Okay. Um, we talk about movies. We talk about indie web stuff. Uh, we talk about Microdot Blog. Um, we talk about Mac OS and cocktails. And we've we talked about a lot of different topics. So I would definitely say it's general. Um, general audience for sure. Mm -hmm. We try not to get too hyper technical on it, um, and it's it's hosted on Microdot Blog mm -hmm. um, at two dads .fm, uh, or at two dads on Microdot mm -hmm. Blog specifically. Um, and we are three episodes in. I'm actually um, just finishing up editing episode four, which we recorded a couple days ago, and that should go up. Um, maybe even will be out before this Micro Monday episode goes up. We shall see. Ooh, well, yeah, it might be unless. You get distracted by building yet another <laughs> indie web tool in the meantime. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'll try not to. <laughs> um, well, you know, that is one of the questions I have been springing on people lately on Micro Monday is, what would you do if you had to create a podcast right now, today? And I'm going to let you off the hook because you already did that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And I have a microcast as well at Clevercast. Oh, right. Um, so that's also a micro.blog uh, hosted um, podcast, but it's a, it's definitely a microcast and it's definitely intermittent. I post them uh -huh. once every couple months. Um, at first I was trying to do them every week and then I was like, you know what? Uh, I think one of the beauties of this medium is you don't have to be pressured. It's a personal microcast. Publish it when you feel like it. So yeah. I haven't posted one a couple months, but um, it's, it's a really fun project I, I've enjoyed. And that yeah. one's definitely more technical, I'll say. Okay. I go into depth on on uh, on the last episode, I talk about Ditch Book. I talk about micro memories and microgram, but I talk about a couple other projects that I built that are micro blog um, compatible as well. So uh -huh. definitely check that out. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on to Micro Monday, episode fifty. It's our golden anniversary episode, or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, I'm really happy to have made it this far with the podcast, and also. Really happy having gotten to know you. We met at Indie Web Camp two years ago almost. And yeah. that, um, you know, I consider you one of my great Indie Web friends that I can uh, chit chat with, but hardly ever get a chance to. So I'm glad you were able to come on to the podcast. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything that you wanted to add or anything you didn't get to say? No. Well, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, it was, you know, I, I definitely really enjoyed getting to meet you a couple of years ago. And uh, I would definitely encourage anyone who uh, is in the community who has a chance to try to meet Jean, you should make it happen, especially <laughs> if you can get her to go to karaoke with you. Oh, yeah. It's um, <laughs> really hard to get me to go to karaoke. <laughs> 
we had a blast. So, but no, thank you for having me. I'm really happy that I got to be featured as the 50th guest. That's pretty special. So thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Listeners, if you want to follow Jonathan on micro.blog, there'll be links in the show notes. And thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. (laughs) 